0: Good evening, Agile acquisition enthusiasts, and welcome back to the Underground Digital Tiki Bar. It's Wednesday night, but we're in quarantine, so cheers. All right. Well, on tonight's episode, I wanted to talk about how our contractors and government agencies responding to the current uh, COVID-19 quarantine uh, challenges. And, you know, it's, it's obviously a, a big change for the government and for contractors. Uh, there have been incidents like this before. Uh, H1N1 and SARS have had some impact on governments and contractors' ability to perform, especially on-site. Uh, but obviously this is the most significant uh, one that we've experienced in recent history, at least. Uh, and it uh, creates a specific challenge for, like I mentioned, those vendors that have to uh, provide support on-site. And probably for a lot of contractors out there, they're wondering, you know, how does this impact new contracts or new business. And I will tell you, I've reached out to uh, most most of the people I could think of as far as contacts. To ask you know what do they think? Uh, the impact's going to be, and of course there's news coming out regularly. Federal uh, Federal News Network has been really good about posting uh, current state of events and rules and policies. Uh, OMB has come out and uh, urged agencies to be flexible with contracts with regards to equitable adjustments and periods of performance with regards to those contractors that are unable to perform. Uh, because they require access to government personnel or government facilities, and they can't because of the current situation. So uh, that's good, as well as uh, the OMB policy that did come out, uh, echoed a lot of the presidential emergency, uh, uh, emergency activity uh, or emergency. <laughs> Cape emergency uh, policies that were put in place. Sorry about that. Um, And and that increases the simplified acquisition threshold and increases the micro-purchase threshold. So the micro-purchase threshold is up to $20,000 now. That's a significant uh, increase. It's $10,000 typically, Um, so $20,000. So vendors should be thinking about, you know, what are ways that they could support uh, the government in sort of bite-sized chunks, you know, maybe get in, do user research, other uh, engagements where they can kind of come in, demonstrate value and function for the government. Obviously, anything that can help support the COVID-19 response um, is is a great way to get in there without a lot of the typical acquisition processes that are required to bring a vendor in. Uh, additionally, the, um, the uh, simplified acquisition threshold has been increased. It's now... Uh, $750,000. And then uh, you may be aware that the commercial simplified acquisition threshold, which is typically $7 million, has now been increased to $13 million. So that's a significant mechanism for the government to use and for the contractors to use as part of their um, strategy when they're talking with their uh, government stakeholders or trying to figure out how to work through acquisition processes. Of course, remember simplified acquisition thresholds as the name suggests, allow the government much more flexibilities in how they execute contracts. Can move very far away from the typical FAR 15 bureaucracy and really leverage some of the innovative approaches we've seen with you know com- uh, commercial solutions, openings, uh, down selects, uh, t- uh, virtual interviews um, for for evaluation instead of uh, voluminous tech volumes. Uh, so there's been a lot of that work at DHS. This is now something that agencies can be taken away, uh, taking advantage of up to $13 million, I just re-emphasize that as far as I'm concerned, uh, agile development services should be considered uh, commercial contracting because that's where that concept came from in the commercial marketplace, uh, other things to be, uh, aware of probably the most significant is, uh, 8a sole source justification can go up to, uh, hundred million dollars without having to write a justification uh, and getting approval that's um that's wild right it's typically 22 million dollars uh, of course it's 4 million dollars just for uh, to do an 8 day sole source 22 million dollars uh, to get if you have justification and approval uh, now, under these uh, new policies and rules, it's been increased up to a hundred million dollars. So 8A firms should be leveraging this when they are talking to their uh, stakeholders and customers. The contracting officers should be leveraging this, look for strategic partnerships to bring 8As in. Um, and I should mention, though, of course, that is at the DOD, that's the Department of Defense policy. So. Um, a lot of work is going on to try and minimize the impact of this. Of course, the impacts are going to be significant. Uh, personally, from my position, what I have seen is things may be slowing down a little bit, but... Um, the the government agencies are still very much trying to execute on both their mission while executing on their response to COVID 19 um and and in both ways i think they're doing an incredible job i'm very impressed with what i've seen um for across the board from the federal marketplace especially dod uh where I, i spend most of my time looking has just really gone above and beyond to try to keep both incredible missions um they're they're typical incredible mission and then also their response all at the same time while trying to keep uh, their employees and uh, the members of our services safe. Uh, So doing all sorts of creative things to limit the exposure to them, allowing more unprecedented teleworking uh, options to individuals that typically can't do that. And uh, while of course, this is all very uh, tragic and challenging and and going to take a, a major, uh, blow to or provide a major blow to our economy and, and things like that there are some opportunities here to accelerate adoptions of technology and think about the way we do things you know um, excess creates waste and in this circumstances we definitely don't have excess and so people are having to be really creative about how they solve problems and continue to meet their missions and that's encouraging so there you have it that's my take i'll continue to provide updates on what i'm seeing with regards to the marketplace and regulation, policy, and statute as this continues to move on. And of course, uh, if, if this is helpful, please let me know if there's specific areas you're interested in. Give me a thumbs up if you like it uh, and subscribe if you haven't. And until the next time, cheers.